welcome back to our show. Welcome everybody. This is Twanda. Hey, and this is Rumel. Hi, Rumel. Today hey, is special. Rumel. I'm so excited. I am too. I'm so looking forward to this. Today we do one of our first. We have the most guests we have ever yes. had on the show at one ever. time. <laughs> oh, yeah. we have four it was, it was, people. Actually, it's six of us all together, right? Okay, then yeah. 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 Just depending I mean, on what like, type of math you want to do, but sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> <You're> <laughs> yes, but um we did something a little kind of crazy. We asked our parents to come on with us yes. today. And it was it made for a very interesting conversation. So let me tell you why we asked our parents to come on. That's we right. were feeling really good about ourselves. We've um, both been married for over 20 years and mm-hmm. you know, we, we feel all grown, like we know stuff. And yeah. we found out that both of our parents had been married over 50 years. And we're yeah. thinking, huh, they know some stuff, some stuff yeah. we don't know. So yeah. Ramel was like, yeah. what were you like, Ramel? I was let's like, bring them in. Hey, yeah, let's bring them. I mean, like, why not? Right. <laughs> you know me. But I just thought it was it would be different to get a different perspective. Like like we were talking about when you with us having 20 plus years mm-hmm. in, mm-hmm. Um, we have a different view of what marriage looks like from the second or third year in. Right. right? Yeah. And. And so people who are two years into their marriage are so like effervescent. They're just like glowing. I got this down pat. Kind of like the new parents, you know, or, you know, when they're pregnant, they know everything. When they're pregnant (laughs) and, you know, they're just waiting. And then, then their kid's born and they're beautiful and they're awesome. But then they also don't sleep and all the other things that come with it. And then we can just relate that back to marriage where it's all great, honeymoon stage, and then it gets to the work. It gets a little hard. Yeah, it's hard. Mm -hmm. And so both of our parents being married for over 50 years, we figured maybe they can give us a different perspective. They probably look at us with 20 plus (laughs) years in and go, oh, that's so cute. (laughs) That's so cute. Their kids haven't even so, let, they haven't become empty nesters yet. Wait till that happens. I can just imagine. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like that. Um, yeah. So we decided to ask the experts and um, I brought my in-laws, Hoy and Laddie Baker, who've been married for this year will make 52 years. And yeah, then, um, oh, and then my parents, um, their names are, Clifton and Constance Stancil, mm-hmm. and they have been married 51 years this year. Yes. So what I didn't anticipate, because we had our questions ready, and th- what I didn't anticipate mm-hmm. is how many nuggets that they would want um, to share. And I didn't yes. know that they had so much to talk about. And so yes. because our podcast, you know, we well, we wanted to let them talk as much as possible instead of talking over them, like we might normally talk with the guests. I think we yeah. we probably talked uh, very little during the very little um, during the interview, just because we wanted to hear them. Yeah. So what we're doing um, in this part right here is 
we're just going to introduce the next part where we actually talk to them. Okay. So you guys, the next thing you guys are going to be here or hearing is our parents talking and answering questions. But then Tawanda and I want to be able to talk to each other about all the nuggets. We need to react and respond was, to everything we yeah. heard and we're going to add it onto this episode. So this episode you may have noticed is a bit longer than what we normally yeah. do. It's kind of like two in one, but we couldn't just let their interview go without processing it with you. And so that's what you're going to get at the end of the interview. Yeah. So we'll talk to you guys right after this. I'm going to start with my, um, my parents, I want to find out from you um, what ex- what attracted you to your spouse. Well, I let let it go first. He <laughs> says he chose me, so Aww. he can go first. <laughs> All right. I, 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 I met her when she was twelve years old. Uh, and <laughs> Fact check. <laughs> and. And and we didn't know anything about spouses and things of that nature. We were just kids who had an interest in each other. And uh, what was a friendship blossomed into a loving relationship. I'd like to hear mom's version. Well, I wasn't 12. I was 14. (laughs) And I uh, met him. My brother... At that time, at the time I was a teenager, you couldn't go anywhere without your brother or mm-hmm. somebody your parents trusted. So my brother happened to have been dating Lattice's sister. So he let me tag along. Mm-hmm. And Lattice had three, uh, no, there were three boys, but he was the one that caught my attention at 14. Okay. And it never stopped from that point on. Hmm. Wow, that's that's longer than 51 years. That's, I know, but we, you asked how long we've been married. Oh my goodness. Okay, so this 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 attraction is long standing. Oh, yeah. Nice. Well, how about you guys, mom, dad? How about you? Um, well, we we met in college. Um, my senior year and your dad's junior year. And um, one of the things that, and I'll let him tell this, but one of the things that he says that we went on our first, our first day, you want to tell about our first day, Clifton, how you're like. (laughs) 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 Yeah, Yeah, we met through uh, mutual friends in college Mm -hmm. and uh, she's correct. On the first date, I was impressed. I was a kid from a little small town uh, near Piners, uh, Jackson Hamlet, for anybody who's out there who might know. <laughs> and uh, I met this young lady who was wearing a gold-colored, uh, no, it's mustard-colored dress with a zipper down one of those, the arms. Never seen anything like that. Also, her hair was pulled over one eye. This is the most exotic young woman I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> so that, 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 
that caught my interest. And then after that, I think uh, then we fall into the category that the bakers fall into. Uh, there was something that just pulled us back to each other. We enjoyed each other's company. And uh, Constance was certainly a different personality uh, than I was just for, uh, somewhat opinionated, but in a good way. And, uh, it lightly. So, you said so mom was somewhat opinionated. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's calmed down. I mean, she's she's uh, gotten her her true character has come out and uh, amplified it. So well, so I, I'll just like to say, when he came back to um, to my dorm to pick me to go on another day, he um, at the dorm at the time you had to go to the front desk and ask for the person, call for the person. Mm -hmm. And he told the people to call for Constance Haddock. <laughs> well, my name was Constance Maddox. And they mm -hmm. kept saying, Constance Haddock? We don't have a Constance Haddock here. You must mean Constance Maddox. And so he said, yeah, yeah. And so they called me down and they said, guess what he called you? He called you Constance Haddock. And so he was sitting back in the, on one of the chairs in the, in the um, lobby. And for the first time, I really took a good look at him. I said, wow, that is a handsome guy. I think I better keep on dating him. <laughs> <laughs> well, that actually leads me to my next question. You know, I got a chance to hear about how you all met and, and caught each other's attention. But I want to ask a question about how you know you have the right one to marry. Now. I, I'm curious more specifically because I know that each of you, um, each set of our parents have at least two grandchildren in college right now. So I know the stencils you all met in college and goodness, mom and dad, y'all met as babies. Uh, <laughs> and ended up, I, he was two years, he went to St. Augustine's two years before I did. Mm -hmm. But of course, I followed. Oh. I went on to St. Oh. Yeah, I see. He, he, I see. Now that's why you went to St. Now I understand. Well, that's, that's one of the reasons. And, and I think uh -huh. part of what you may be missing is, is that you would ask, well, what, what is it that two young people at age 12, she says 14, what, what are they talking about? <laughs> what, what's the answer? And it, like like uh, I said, it was just natural. We talked about our friends. We talked about school. We talked about homework. Uh, uh, at that time, I hadn't gone into puberty. Uh, so I didn't know what girls were about. Uh, I, I, Don't know, believe that. All, he knew. All of those things were, were kind of, and I was slow. I was slow as a young man. That's not true. You went to college early. Look, I'm going to stop this. <laughs> well, he did. He was 15 when he uh, left for college. I know. So he couldn't be slow. So that I'm not accepting that. I know better. I'm, 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 I'm leading up to something. So. I'm sorry. I'm, I apologize. Uh, so, and, and, and Hoy's mother was the... She was kind of the mother of the community. She was a head of the PTA. She was a nurse. Uh, you know, she was well known. Uh, so, so I was more attracted to 
you know, the allure of the family. Her father, uh, his dad owned lots of property. They had, they were, they were just well known. So, yeah, yeah, you know, so that's, that's what I was thinking about. I was thinking about my later fortune and her uh, so, so those were the kinds of things that sort of, but Hoy was one of the prettiest girls I have ever seen. Uh, wow. She had beautiful hair. Uh, her skin was perfect. Uh, perfect. She was proper and polite and just all the things you would want to see in a young lady. Okay, so let me switch this over because the question I want both couples to, uh, to answer um, I know you all have grandchildren who are um, of dating age. They may be going to um, college and, and all of that. And as they're dating, um, how, what advice would you give them so that they know they've got the right one? Uh, they're dating the right one. Well. And, yes. Go ahead. First of all, I wouldn't give them any advice unless they ask me. We're asking on their behalf. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, I'm just saying you really have to be careful how you give advice in a relationship. If they should ask me, I probably would tell them about my particular experiences. I would tell them what I looked for in a mate. Uh, and they would have to draw their own conclusions. Because you, when you're talking to your grandchildren or you're talking to um, two young people, you really don't know where the relationship is going. So you don't want to say anything to offend um, your grandchild or the young lady or the young man, because they could end up being your granddaughter-in-law or That's your grandson-in-law. You know, so you have to be very, mm -hmm. very careful. Okay. Well, in this case, I don't think any of our kids uh, collectively, any of your grandkids collectively are dating seriously. So there's nobody to offend. We actually want to hear from you. What advice would you give to help some young person identify when they've got the right one. So, you know, their characteristics about okay. the relationship or the people. I, I really would like this, uh, you to give some advice that we can then play well, back to them later on. <laughs> well, first of all, I am very, very keen on the idea that you cannot marry everyone you love. Oh, because interesting. That's love... It's a feeling. Mm -hmm. It's an emotion. But you have to love with your brain also. And my grandkids, did it go out? Oh, no, I hear you. Oh, my grandkids may very well fall in love with someone, but is that person the right one? And so how do you go about deciding that? Right. You have to accept the fact that the person has flaws. I have flaws. My partner is going to have flaws. Mm -hmm. Are they flaws that I can live with? Or are their flaws a deal breaker? If it's the deal breaker, then 
the relationship is the deal breaker. Mm-hmm. But if the flaws are something that, you know, y- you can deal with. And I think the best way to decide on a person's or read a person's character is to watch them in the best of times and the worst of times. Okay. And if you haven't had a chance to see that person in good times and bad times, you don't need to marry until you can see them in those um, particular situations. Amen. And you need to watch. You need to watch <laughs> very, very carefully. If that person does not invite you to meet his uh, immediate family, his extended family, and his friends, he's not the right person. Because you you need to see how they relate to their relatives, their mama. If they mistreat their mama, he's not the right one for you. <laughs> You know, uh, so there are things that you can look for. Um, I would never marry a person that I had to fix. Uh. If he's not where, he has to be where I would be perfectly happy if he stayed. In other words, I do hope that he would move and progress on and on and on. But he has to be the person I want at that time. So mom, I'm a, you, mm-hmm. so, you, can't change, you can't change a man and you can't train one. <laughs> and I don't want to take the whole conversation. So okay. I'll let somebody else speak up. Well, I want to jump over. Thank you for that. I was actually taking notes. You know, I take notes all the time. I'm taking notes like these are good. I like it. Uh, I want to give these stencils an opportunity to ask the question. Ramel, will you please phrase the question for your parents? Oh, I thought they were, okay. Um, So do you think that um, when you get together, do you think it's chemistry? Or do you think that you you stay together because of chemistry or do you stay together because of commitment or a, a combination or what's your thoughts on? Yeah. I want to answer that question, but I want to go back to answer the other question, too. I was just waiting to answer the other question. Okay, go ahead. Uh, to answer this question, one of the things when we first got married, uh, we went down to my grandma Peggy's house, and I was still being my own, out on my own, doing what I wanted to do. And she noticed that I was not acting like I was married. And she said to me, she pulled me to, to the side, because Philly was telling me, oh, don't do this and don't do that. And I'm like, hmm. What do you think you are telling me what to do, right? That was, that was my thinking. And my grandmother could see it. And she pulled me to the side and she said, you are married now. It is important that you become one. And you will know when you become one. And when you become one, that's when you really, truly know that you love each other and that you are, you know, you are a union. And out of that union, you may have children. And so I, I so... So yeah, that was best to answer your question, Ramel. Okay. But I don't know if Clifton wanted to answer that one too. You wanted to answer that one because. Um, well, I, one thing that I wanted to say, and I'm backing back up to Ms. Mrs. Baker. First of all, Mrs. Baker, you're a very wise woman. <laughs> I, was, I was I was taking notes. That 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 was wonderful feedback. 
Uh, but I will uh, tell you that I've been in training now for 51 years, and I'm almost got it down. Almost. <laughs> well, everybody has to have a renewal certification every now and then. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's good. And I, I'll, I'll add, I'll build on that a little bit uh, just by saying that uh, one thing that I've uh, been very aware of, especially as I look back, is that uh, it's hard work being married. Everybody on this cast knows that. I'll congratulate the Bakers for 51 solid years, but I congratulate Tawanda and Rumel for a good start as well. <laughs> and so you guys Thanks. know that it's work. You know, you have to work at it. And uh, part of the um, benefit from doing that work is uh, a comfort level that you do develop. And, and at some point, it becomes more than a comfort level. It is a commitment to each other. And uh, at some point, you spend more time together than you spent with your parents. Mm -hmm. And uh, at some point, you know uh, who you can depend on. And uh, you've got to depend on your spouse 100%. And uh, so all of that is development and it comes out of doing the hard work of being married and trying to be fair and trying to recognize uh, some of our flaws. I think it was Mrs. Baker who said we're all flawed and I agree we're all flawed. He tells me that every, every day. <laughs> he, tells me, he tells me that I'm good though. He says you have, you have a lot of good things but you're flawed like the rest of us. And so well, sometimes I sort of think that I'm not, at least I act sometimes like I'm not, but, uh, but he lets me know that. And I, I just wanted to go back to also to what Ms. What Ms. Baker was saying. Um, and that when, when I met Clifton, I, I had a, you know, a little, okay. So when I grew up, you couldn't date it either. I grew up in a household that was very religious. And whenever you had a boyfriend over to your house, he sat on one end of the sofa and you said on the other. So I had a lot of those like, kind of dates. Mm -hmm. But, uh, and then when I went to college, you know, I didn't really know how to date. But when I saw Clifton, it was something different about him. First of all, he took, he took me, and I love to dance, so every other boy always took me out dancing. But Clifton didn't take me out dancing. He took me to dinner, wow. Can you imagine someone in the, in the late 60s and, and their boyfriend or their new friend has enough money to take you out to a sit-down dinner. Mm, and I know. He, and he opened the door for me. I was like, wow, Ooh. this guy is different. I got to pay attention to him. And then when he called me Haddox instead of Maddox, <laughs> I'm like, wow, this guy is really something. <laughs> this guy is really something. And he took, came back and took me again, and I noticed he, he just treated me with such respect. And every time he did that, I was like, wow, he is so different. I said to myself, I'm marrying him. And Ooh. if he doesn't ask me to marry me, I'm going to ask him to marry. I'm going to ask him to marry me. I agree. I oh, agree. Nice. Okay, I think they had a real strong, you know, Ramel, I'm listening in. They had a real strong knowing that yes. this was the one. Like, I didn't, yeah. no one said, I didn't know until I got to the altar. You know, y'all seem to have figured that out pretty quickly. 
Yeah, we, yeah. Well, yeah, I, I did. I don't, I don't think he did, but I did. Oh. I mean, I had my eyes on him from that point on. That's my future husband. Oh, <laughs> I don't know what he was thinking, but I knew well, what I was thinking. How long after, after we finished college? I don't know how much you want to get into this, but after we finished college, uh, we were in different locations, and then you you have a chance to think about whether or not you want to be with the person because you obviously have an option, and uh, it was clear that I wanted to be with Constance, and she seemed to want to be with me, so. Uh, yeah. How long did it take you guys to really feel that way for each other? Like, it sounds like mom was pretty. She knew it. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, it is like Miss Baker said, I wasn't in love with him at first. I just knew he was the one. Mm. He was the one that I was going to, you know, like I was, if, if, if there is such a thing as falling in love and really know what love is, he was the one gonna, that was going to be it. You know what I'm saying? And so I just made that decision when, because I just when he when I just saw how nice a person he was and how he treated me, and how he treated other people. That's what sort of turned that's me on. That's right, absolutely. Right, mm. and and so my my grandkids, our grandkids see us. Uh, they see us in 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 the best, and every once in a while they'll see us having one of our little spats, and they just think it's the funniest thing because we can have a spat, you know, like over maybe a five minute period, and the next. Next thing we are like walking up to each other, holding each, other, each other's hands and everything. We just have that understanding, you know, where we can finish each other's sentences and things like that. So, it's, so in terms of giving giving our grandkids advice, I think the best thing is letting them see you in your relationship and having a positive relationship. And and so Ashley, I think that's the best advice that that I could give them. And if they ask me, and they do talk to us a lot. <laughs> They they have very insightful questions, and we we are, I think we're very honest and open with them and answering their questions. I've got a question for you that is a great segue based on what you were just saying. Um, I'd like to hear from everybody here uh, the answer to this one. What usually works to help you overcome marital conflict? Because you just said marriage is hard and you have spats, and so. We'd love to hear your advice um, or just tell what works for you uh, to overcome that marital conflict. And I'd love to hear from each of you. Well, I think it goes back to something that's already been talked about. Uh, when you know the person is the right person, uh, but there's a, a thing called staying in the right orbit. And, and, and out of space, they say you've got to get in the right orbit to land in the right place. You can't go to the moon if you're in the Venus orbit or wherever. <laughs> so just staying in the right orbit. Uh, uh, Miss Stansel mentioned that that her grandparents or someone told her uh, you got to act like you're married. Uh, there are certain codes and standards. So you've got to know what those codes and standards are and practice those codes and standards. Or you choose to get out of orbit and crash land. <laughs> Uh, and I think sometimes that's what people actually do. They deliberately choose to crash land because, you know, they want to get out of the water. And I would like to add, um, Lad and I, uh, Twanda, you know this for yourself, we may have a disagreement. And... Laddie, he doesn't argue too much, but he knows when I'm heated. 
and all he has to do is to tell a joke <laughs> or whatever. And in two seconds, I forgot what we were even debating. And when we do have a, de uh, when I have a, a debate, I say I because he doesn't argue. <laughs> I never, I never attack his character. I never attack his, his person. It's always the issue, whatever it is, whether the heat is up too high or whether we shouldn't buy this right now. Um, and the other thing in terms of couples, I think you have to allow each other to be wrong 50% of the time. And you have to allow them to be correct. 50% of the time. Well, hold on. And what if they're not right 50% of the time? Because sometimes, well, you know... you never say, I told you so. Okay, okay. Because if you know each other very well, that person already knows, I told you so. So you don't have to say that. Um, it's just... it's. You have to love each other as you love yourself. And you have to always, they say men don't express their emotions the way women do. Well, they don't. But what we forget is that they have the same feelings, the same hurts, the same disappointments that we have. So we have to always remember to be understanding of their feelings at the particular time, whatever it may involve. All right. Well, I wanted to hear from the stencils as well. I would love for you to answer that. And those were great answers you guys have been writing, taking notes. But go ahead. Take it away, stencils. What okay, do you do this, with conflict? Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, yeah, I'm taking notes also from Bakers. But uh, I do... Uh, the question brought to mind something that happened when we moved into this house uh, about uh, four years ago. There was uh, there were a couple of young men who were helping with the moving of the furniture, and one of them had uh, been married for about a year, and uh, somehow he caught on to the fact that we had been married over forty-five years. He just found that mind-boggling, <laughs> and he said. You know, how did you do it? How do you do that? And uh, I thought for a second, because it kind of caught me off guard. And I said, uh, you have to look at your wife again for the first time. Yeah, because we take things for granted over time. Mm -hmm. And uh, you have to, in my case, I have to appreciate all the hard work that Constance has done to become the professional she is because in the early days, she was basically supporting me. And also, I have to think about how uh, aggressively, I'm looking for the right word, she uh, has supported our children. And, you know, if I had to go find that, it would not be easy. So I, I think she's magnificent and... But I look, I look at her for the first time every once in a while. Oh, that was beautiful. So sweet, honey. 
that was sweet. That was so sweet because so so oh, sometimes I can be such a little, a little fuzzy. My grandma would say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, that is that's 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 really sweet. My husband is such a sweet. He's such a sweet and dear person, and I don't know how in the world I I, I found him, but I'm so happy that I that I did. He's he's so so if. Since I can be the mouthy one in in the group and be like not so nice sometimes, if I see if I see that I have made him really upset, I go I go into another room. I might even leave the house because I um, I know that I really upset him, and so uh, I don't know. I just I just think I'm one of the luckiest people in the world to have, have met and married this guy. Well. I think that we are all very lucky. Like, um, I know me, I'll speak for me and my sisters and your grandchildren. I mean, we could not be more blessed. And I am sure that the Bakers and their family are I'm equally as blessed. I am so, I'm so happy that we got the chance to speak to the four of you today. It's, it's actually kind of fun because I got to hear some stories that I had never really heard before from you guys. <laughs> so it's been nice, and it was nice to actually meet the bakers. It's amazing. The time goes so quickly when we do podcasts. <laughs> we're having fun. I'm like, we're going to have, have a podcast and break down what we learned in this podcast. I know. I know. So that's going to be the I next one. I think that it might be. I think so. Oh, my goodness. So, um, yeah, we're going to wrap it up today because we have such a limited time when we're recording this way. Um, but um, Mr. and Mrs. Baker, thank you so much for your time. Mom and Dad, thank you so much for your time. We have learned so Yeah, much. I take lots, lots of notes. Yes. Lots of notes. Yes. Well, thank you. And it's been interesting to listen to the stanzas and see how much our lives intertwine. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Yes, sir. It's been a pleasure. Oh. And I have no regrets. <laughs> oh, I love right. it. None. <laughs> no regrets. I'm writing that one down too. That's right. That's perfect. All right, Wanda. That was so cool, wasn't it? I laughed so much. I try not to laugh in the microphone. Well, okay, no, I might not have done a good job with that. It was just funny <laughs> and unexpected. I, I, I'm, I'm proud. So I took notes. <laughs> No, when do you not take notes? You always okay. take notes. Okay, but that's a very good they point. Were, they were extremely candid. Not they that were. I didn't think that they wouldn't tell us the truth, but um, I just found it to be really poignant. I, I really enjoyed listening to them. Yeah, so, it makes me want to do more of that in general. Uh, asking them questions, just hearing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We might like, have to do another. <laughs> we might have to do another yeah. podcast with them because they were like, we have more to talk about. And yeah, so, they were like, we're not done. We're not done. So, but yeah, let's, let's, let's get let's, into it. Let's, let's, let's unpack let's this. <laughs> yes. Um, yes. They were funny. What's the first point you want to talk I just about? wanted to first mm -hmm. say they were funny. It started in the beginning when we asked them um, what attracted them to each other and the, mm -hmm. the, the need for fact checking. Their stories were just a little bit different. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so how they met. How yeah. they met was very cute. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I can't believe that they, I mean, they were so young. 
when they yeah depending on who you believe it was somewhere between 12 and 14 years old but still they're kids so well, that's just let's just that, take 14 as the number that's that's fine but that was very young to, to be able to say this is somebody i'm attracted to like i can't yeah. remember who i was attracted to when i was 12 or 14 <laughs> I wasn't. A, I mean, I wasn't. I just was trying to survive. I was. It's well, middle I think school it was time, Prince you know and I mean? Michael Jackson. <laughs> oh, it was definitely Michael Jackson for me at fourteen. I know Prince started coming out when I was fourteen. So yeah. So yeah. 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 And, yeah but, that's um, it. But that's that's it pretty, was very, pretty cool. Yeah, and you know what? But um, with my parents, um, my parents are the Stancils, so. Um, is so um, wonderful to hear how endearing my dad is oh. about the way he met my oh mom. My and he he remember, remembers what she wore. <laughs> yes. I was like, who does that? I he remember her hairstyle. Yes. Well, that's his favorite thing. And if you, if you notice, he did his hands, because we did this on Zoom. He does his hand over his eye. When he always tells, tells the story. that story. Oh. Just, yeah, he always tells and This is story. my first time he, seeing him tell the story. So I didn't know about the eye thing. Okay. Yeah. But he had never told me what she was wearing. I didn't know that. Oh, he, he described it that. in great detail, honey. Yeah, and, it was, but it interestingly, was, he looked at her. He was like, this woman is fine. I remember this. I remember this. I remember this. But her last name, yeah. I don't remember. I don't remember that part. <laughs> he I was like, fish. He was like, look, I'm going to, I'm going to change that last name eventually. So never mind. I just never didn't mind. commit that to memory. That was so funny. It was, it was. I seem to get from them. Um, and even my parents too. Well, mm -hmm. from your parents for sure. It was like, they look, you know, they were like, I found uh, an attractive uh, person and mm -hmm. I want that. You know, it was like, oh, yeah, you're so attractive. Now, your mom did say a lot of things about how um, not only was he attractive and smart, he was nice. And she was like claiming him. <laughs> yes. Yes. You know what? I wonder if that is different today. Like, I think maybe the way people approach dating is not so much claiming somebody like, oh, he has this and he has that. And um, that's what I want. And I'm claiming that person. I think. It feels like uh, today, maybe people are kind of really trying to feel out, uh, feel each other out more, which I don't know which one's better. But um, I just thought that was interesting. Like, it kind of, in a way, kind of goes back more to the love at first sight kind of instance where she they kind of was like, ooh. Yeah, immediate. It was more of an immediate no, no, no. thing. And Your then mom they grew was about the second it. date or something, the second view. And then she was like, oh, yeah, yeah. he's nice. <laughs> yeah. But I'll, I did yeah. want to break nice. in here and say I heard your what story about you and Jimmy and how y'all got together. And to me, I kind of feel like you claimed him. You were like, mm -hmm. I did. I, I think you did. And I, I was did. like, oh, I see. Ramel gets it honest. She just, <laughs> I see. She was I like, did. I see him. I want him. I, I did, but mm -hmm. it was a little different because I did know Jimmy before, but we weren't, we were just acquaintances. And then he helped me move into my senior living space. And from, I, from the point he offered to move all the crap out of my car and put it in my house, um, 
I was like, huh. I looked at him in a completely different way, and I never looked back. Okay, you sound so much like your mama right now. <laughs> I, I get yeah, right, and I noticed that. I actually, mm-hmm. I, I did think about that when she was talking. I was like, I did the same exact thing. Yep, I really that's what did. I was thinking. I was like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. now <laughs> that explains. That mm-hmm. explains some stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I was really excited about the advice my mother-in-law gave um, about what she would advise her grandchildren. Oh my gosh! For finding mm-hmm. the right one, and I was like, we should post this out as an individual post with all the points oh to gosh. it. Because I was yes. like, oh, that was good. Oh, that was good. Um, yes, my favorite mm-hmm. one of those was um, never marry a person you would have to fix. No fixer uppers, I believe she said. Yeah, and you cannot train them. She said, you can't train or change a man. (laughs) And just put woman in there too. Yeah. I will put that woman, man or woman. Yeah, don't don't fix them. If you don't like them, like forever the way they are, don't marry Mm -hmm. them. That was my that was my favorite. She said a lot of things. But she that did. Was my she did. Um, she mentioned that um, that was okay. So I'm, I'm looking over my notes because uh, mm-hmm. there was just so many. If um, if they don't treat their mama right, then you don't want to marry them. Mm-hmm. Nope. That's nope. right. I was like, yes, that was yep. really good. Yep. And then um, she did the thing where everybody has flaws. Mm-hmm. But make sure those flaws are not deal breakers. Yes. Because if that flaw is a deal breaker, the marriage, the relationship is a deal breaker. I was like, and now, that is some good stuff right there. Yeah, because I think sometimes we do that. We go, oh, but it's okay. You know, you know, they make excuses. It might change. For it. I'll, I'll, I will make it so he- this I will I will do this I will change him I will mm-hmm. I'll teach him how to do better than that and yeah. that's not a good idea no, no it's just no I agree with her on that and I also love that she talked about you know anybody can love and that's an emotion but you also have to use your brain to um, yeah. figure out if that person is the right one for you I thought I, that was I think that love and infatuation and lust can really get confusing, you know? And Mm -hmm. so being able to identify the difference. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And then this wasn't a a conversation. Maybe we'll bring this up (laughs) in another podcast later, but um, it's not the lust and the attraction that keeps mm-hmm. a marriage going, you know, okay. is, yeah. it is, it is the actual love and, and uh, commitment and all that keeps a marriage going. But they didn't, we didn't talk about that, but right. it just had me, it had me thinking something else well, that she, uh-huh. Oh, go ahead. No. Well, one other thing I, she said, and um, while I'm thinking about it, you go ahead. Okay. One of the, actually moving on from your mom and you can come back to her. Mm -hmm. But um, one of the things my mom said that she had never told me was, um, you know, about her grandmother pulling her aside and saying, you're not acting like a married person. Yes. Yes. I love that. I'm going to be that grandma. (laughs) Like I'm going to be that grandma to other people. Yeah. She said to other people, not just your own Not people. just my kids, no, no. Because not enough people do that. Hear not that. enough mm-hmm. people 
um, see something and you know everybody doesn't want um, uh, everybody doesn't want your opinions about mm-hmm. stuff and you should mm-hmm. they should they would ask but um, of course if I see my kids or any other couple that I care about and they're yeah. acting outside of how married people should act mm-hmm. and I'm getting older so I can tell I can give my you know I can give my unasked opinion about <laughs> things because I know mm-hmm. stuff but right. I, I feel like more and more people should be able to say to their family hey look don't you know that you have to be one as a couple right and you have to act as one um and that means not always um doing what you want to do right sometimes you have to give yeah yeah i just she had never told me that so that was that was kind of mind-blowing to hear that her grandmother had given her such i think very important advice and probably turn turn things around for them mm-hmm. can you imagine how contemptuous it would be to be like kind of do everybody doing what they want to do right and trying to also be married at the same time mm-hmm. and um yeah so i i think that was that was pretty cool yeah that was pretty cool did you have anything else that yeah, my mom said, and she said it, I liked it because I say it too, <laughs> is that, <laughs> I, I say it too, um, that you have to see someone in all of their, in, in the good times and the bad times. I like to say you have to see someone in all seasons before mm. you can truly know who they are and what you can expect from right. them and um, right. how they handle bad times or lonely times or mm-hmm. uh, things like that. So I, I when I heard mm-hmm. that, I was like, oh, I got one right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it, I think that's the problem with some sometimes with the shorter engagements or the shorter time when you're dating, you don't mm-hmm. have that opportunity to necessarily go through those things, go through the stressors um, things that put stress on a relationship. Right. Right. Um, and you know, and I'm not saying, I'm not trying to, I don't want people to think that I'm like, Oh, you must date forever. But I think it's unusual for a couple who's only dated for a short time to be realistically able to last a longer time because you don't have an opportunity to see those things. Right. So that's just my, that's just my opinion on that Yeah. Well, I second that opinion. <laughs> okay, there was at one point in right. time where the word hussy came up. Ah! That was so funny. <laughs> that was so funny. Did she just say hussy? Oh, yes, she did. It was so funny because this was actually, my my dad almost broke down a little bit, but it was, um, it almost made me cry too. But he says basically that he, looks at my mom like it's the first time Mm -hmm. and and to me I was just like wow that is such a deep love to be able to look at somebody you've been waking up next to for 51 (laughs) years you know you've gone through it with them both good and bad times and be able to say you know hey, I woke up this morning and wow, she is that same girl with that sweep of hair and that mustard dress with the zipper down down the arm, you know? (laughs) And um, for him to be able to still say that, I mean, that was so special. 
And I can only hope and pray that my children are able to find that kind of love and devotion um, from their partner. You know, well, your parents saying that your mom, I think, said that Mm -hmm. one of the best things you can do to um, help other people in this case, other people are grandkids. I I know when they have the right one is to model a good relationship. Mm -hmm. And that is always a good thing. But uh, one of the things she said that I think is even more important. No, uh, that has to go along with the modeling. Uh, It's Mm -hmm. good for people to see a relationship where, um, you know, you can kind of see them in conflict, see them in happy times, see how they handle all situations. Um, uh, They can learn a lot from that. But I Mm -hmm. believe your mom or your dad, I can't remember now, we're talking about being transparent or being open with Mm -hmm. um, the relationship. So you don't always have to see it when it's good. You can... Mm -hmm. You know, let them know that we've had good times, but we, you know, we get in our spaces, we have our conflicts and right. our issues, but mm-hmm. we get through them. And when you know that long-term relationships can have trouble, but still look mm-hmm. great and can still, yeah. you know, get over the hump to be great, mm-hmm. then it doesn't, yeah. it's not as, you don't think, oh, my boyfriend or my fiance and I had a fight and now we have to break up. You just know in advance that it doesn't have to right. be that way. Right, right. right. And I I think, too, the fact that my kids also understand that they can come to me and talk, but they Mm -hmm. also have their grandparents Mm. to talk to on a very um, honest level. Like, my kids know that they can go and talk to my parents and that they're going to give them the, um, the advice or the experience. My parents will tell them stories about different things that have happened and they know that they're going to get the real with my folks, you know? Yeah. They don't have to, they sanitize it a little bit because, you know, they're, they're at different ages, but that they're not going to not tell them just because they're kids or whatever. Right. You know? And I think that just helps. I think that helps. Um, that uh, last question, I think it was the last question mm-hmm. was about how do they handle conflicts? You know, how do they get over uh, the yes. hump of conflicts? And um, that one was a that one was a good one. And I, I think I learned something. <laughs> okay, I learned a mm-hmm. lot, but I, I think I learned yeah. something um, in that one. I I'll, I'm going to just throw in what. Um, my mother-in-law said about not attacking a person's character. So when you are having mm-hmm. quote unquote fights and arguments and disagreements, you no, no, not attacking um, the character they are, are, but maybe just what happened, what they did, the behavior, but you yeah. know, not some of the things that I see on TV when I see arguments and couples and I'm like, Ooh, mm-hmm. You're never going to come yeah. back from that one. You know, right. you said, what about his mama? Oh, no, you said, what about <laughs> his? What about yeah. that <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Yes. Sorry. We went back I'm to right, love is blind, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I thought that would, I mean, that takes maturity. And I don't necessarily think that everybody has that level of maturity. Some people never get that maturity, to be honest with you. Um, being just attack the issue and not the person 
So I thought that was very sage um, advice. But another thing that I liked is that she said, remember that 50% of the time you're right and 50% of the time you're wrong. Well, actually what she said was, I think, didn't she say to let him be right 50% of the time or let him be wrong, you know, 50% of the time? Like I felt I I might have interpreted it incorrectly but i have to go back and listen but i thought the first thing she i said, got was let him be right be, right she said allow each other to be, to be right wrong and and right and wrong 50 percent of the time. right so if when I'm you say allow so i'm thinking about this my husband wrong right but i'm gonna allow him to be quote unquote <laughs> right so we don't have to argue this because everything's not worth the argument did you not get it this, that's not what you got this we don't have true. to get a clarification no, I mean, but like, you allow you just say you know what you can be right on this one i can let that go if you choose your battles honey you're right yeah that's, that's right. true you got that that's true is, is that that's the way true. i was supposed to take that <laughs> I think so. I think so. I just had not listened. I, you know, and I think I do that. You know, I think if you're going to be married any amount of time, you have to know which battles to fight and which battles not to fight and which ones to say, yep, you got it. I was wrong. I stepped back, <laughs> whatever. And, um, but I had not really heard it put the way she said it. Like, yeah. You're, you know, there's going to be equal right. times. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah, she brought, so. what she said made me realize that um, I'm going to be wrong sometimes. Sometimes I, I a lot of time, all the time, <laughs> I don't think I'm wrong. But, <laughs> <laughs> but she just reminded me, you know, sometimes you are wrong. It's like, okay. Yeah. All right. You're right. Yeah. You're right, Mom. I'm wrong it's a, sometimes. That's right. It's a hard pill sometimes for us to accept that we're not right all the time right i mean it's, it's right. and yeah. and it makes sense to sometimes like i said choose your battles mm-hmm. i don't we don't have to argue about yes. about this one you know honey you're right that's fine yeah i don't let that yeah. one go at least that's the way i interpret it yes. mom if you're listening and i didn't get it <laughs> you can just tell me the next time we talk on the phone like the time we were on speakerphone and i was uh with them and i my husband and I had a disagreement about something that was going on. And she said, remember, Twanda, about the 50%? And I was like, oh, yeah. Good, yeah. good point, Ma. Good point. Got you. Just say 50%. I know what you're talking about. Okay. I know. Okay. <laughs> so she's correcting so me. Funny. See, she's doing the grandma thing. Of yes. correct. Like, mm, That's right. Yeah, remember? Remember? <laughs> That's right. Oh, that I, just, good. I had such a good time speaking with both our parents. Yeah, that was fun. And it was a lot of fun. And I literally, I mean, I always look with at my parents with this kind of awe, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like um, the way that they interact with each other and the way that they, when they fight, it's like really kind of funny because it's like two, two minutes and then it's over. And <laughs> then they go back to like patting each other on the butt. It's really gross. But, you know, I mean, like, you know, but it's, it's those aspirational kind of ways to be in a, in a marriage and Mm -hmm. to be in a relationship. And you can tell that they are truly each other's best friends and, Mm -hmm. um, and to really hear their stories. And since we're watching them on zoom to be able, they're looking each other in the eyes and it was 
it was just really, it was really touching for me. And I was almost speechless throughout the whole thing because <laughs> I just was sitting, I was mesmerized. I just was looking at them and, um, you know, so I'm just so thankful to yeah. really have them. You know, I think the, one of the last comments made before we ended uh, the interview was um, uh, on, the, on the theme of no regrets. When I yes. think about my marriage and my life and, um, I, and my partner, I have no regrets. And I was yeah. like, that is a wonderful note to end on. Yes. Um, and it, it kind of shows us how they got to where they are now. Yeah, I think all of them felt that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was beautiful. Yeah. I'm so glad we did that. High five. You know, this is the uh, quarantine high five on Zoom, you know, high five, kind of jazz hands or something. Yeah. <laughs> it's the next best thing to being in the same room. That's right. I, yeah. I miss being in the same room, though. I had to say that. Yeah. But, uh, you know, we're, we're we do adjusting. what we do. That's right. Yeah, we are. We are. So, wow, that was fun. Thank you all for joining us and. Um, sticking with us and listening to our parents. Hopefully yeah. some people are inspired during this time. Ask your folks some questions. Get to your parents, yeah. get to your grandparents if you're fortunate enough to have those around. Um, yeah. I think I even, my son came in and he was asking about the podcast because he saw me coming up. I'm like, mm, I'm going to have to talk to my kids some more. You know, just to right. get some good quality conversation going on because uh, it's valuable. Yeah. yeah. So, well, thank you guys for coming by today. We appreciate you so much. So, but until next time, peace peace and and blessings. Thanks for joining us today. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you listen to this podcast. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Girl Podcast. That's girl with three R's. And if you want to participate in our segment, Ask Your Girlfriends, email us at girlpodcast at gmail.com. That's girl with three R's. (laughs) So until next time, peace Peace and and blessings. blessings.